And you are recording, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm watching it. Look, we got to gotta shake the rust off. It's yeah, been yeah, like yeah. three months. Yeah, like, it has. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long one, though, last time. Yeah, you know what? It was, but by the time that I edited it all down, it's not even our longest podcast. Oh my god, yeah, there was there was a lot of meandering. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, I, I'm trying to remember, but I think that, like, before editing, it was, like, three hours. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it sounds right. that included a lot of, like, listening to stuff and a lot of, like, yeah. just, yeah, a lot of listening to stuff and, like, searching around and, like, a lot of dead air. So I'm not surprised it was three hours. I think it, I think it ended up being just, like, just a little bit over two, um, which is crazy. Fucking cut out an hour. It's insane, but... <laughs> There we are. But yeah, man. Yeah, well, good. So, what have you? What have you fucking? What have you fucking been been up to? Uh, I don't know. You know, same old, same old. Been you know, <laughs> recently been playing a lot of RimWorld. Oh yeah, yeah. You 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 played that right? I I have not. I I know oh. of RimWorld, but I oh. haven't played it. Yeah, I I would highly recommend it. I would actually probably recommend it for Lauren too. I think she would like it a lot. Oh, I'm sure she would. I mean, because yeah. I mean, she she was into that Fallout Four settlement building stuff, and it's mm-hmm. just that combined with the sims i mean this is it's it's prison architect right yes yeah yeah it's this yeah it's that yes is it even this it looks really similar like is it the same people i don't believe so really god it looks so similar i mean i guess i guess there's more than one game like this but it's like even like the the little like guys like look like yeah look yeah i think prison architect was inspired by rimworld oh i might be wrong about that i'm I'm saying that without any wikipedia (laughs) article up to verify but you know that sounds right i believe you I'm, i'm willing to believe that yeah, I don't think that they're related. No, they're definitely not. I know I know for a fact they're not related because the, the RimWorld team is like two people. Got it. I mean, so there's no way they're developing two simultaneous games. Fair even enough. Even if they are very, very, very similar. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I mean, it's I mean, Prison Architect was fun, so I can only imagine RimWorld is also very fun. Yeah. Um. Fuck. What else? I mean, it's been three months. Lots been, of things. I mean, I took some notes. Yeah, I, I'm seeing now that you've you've been putting things here. I should probably do that because... Yeah, I was like, it's been an exceedingly God, I put that note a month ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so, okay. I got to talk about this because yes, I please. actually forgot to talk about it on the last podcast when you asked me what I've been watching. And somehow I managed to forget the main thing that I was watching. Have you ever that watched Psyche K? Of course. Definitely. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, that shit's right up my alley. I, well, that's what I figured. I was like, you must have watched that because I mean, mm. like, so we like, I mean, cause it's long. I mean, there's a shit ton of episodes. Yeah, I, haven't, like, I haven't seen all of it, honestly, cause there's it's, just so much of it. It's, yeah, I mean, the whole thing, it's, it's the same thing yeah. the whole way through, but it's so yeah, fucking exactly. good. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like I, cause like, I feel like, I feel like sometimes anime, like comedies, like they're like, you know, they're chuckle worthy at best. Right. You know, yes. like. They're not. They're well, not usually a lot of really huge like laugh out loud ones. I was if it's cracking like, my shit up with Psyche yeah, K. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because Psyche K is like American style humor. I guess. Yeah. Right? It's because it's not like highbrow Japanese humor, which is entirely pun based, and thus <laughs> so lost the, the, the highbrow Japanese humor that's very lowbrow. <laughs> no, but but I'm serious though. Like like you know, um, uh, Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei, or like um, fucking uh, what's that really famous one? Uh, with the blue haired chick, not important, but like it's pun based. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 humor is in like the language fuckery. Uh huh. And oh, I know it's like highbrow in yeah. Japan. I'm saying that <laughs> yeah, it is, pun yes, based yeah, humor yeah. is not highbrow yes. everywhere else. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm yeah, that's I, actually so good. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, you, did you ever get around to watching? Um, did you ever get around to watching Odd Taxi? No, no, no. I still have not. 
No. Oh God. Cause I mean, there's like, there's two guys that are like that, you know, they're like, mm. well, actually, are they that, or are they like, they're, they're, whatever that like really like the, classic the, form of like Japanese comedy. Yeah, yeah, the traditional straight man. Funny yes. Man. Yes. It's they're that, that, but yeah. It's that, and yeah. so like, there's two characters in there that are that. And it's just, I mean, you got, uh, I mean, I, I can't, I keep, can't say it enough. Like, yeah, you gotta, I'm saving it for a rainy day. Cause I know it's good. It is. It is really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping, I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know if they're ever going to make more. I would be, I would, I, I would I, totally take a second season, but you know, I don't know if like there is room for a second season or not, but I don't know. that's not spoilers or anything. It's just, yeah. no, I, yeah, I know it's like a little mini series, so I'm not mm-hmm. expecting anything but in yeah. terms of story continuance. But yeah, I don't remember what it was. It was, it was, I think it was when they were like in Psyche K when they were like playing the, um, like it was like the dating sim or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember even what the fucking joke was, but like it was so like it was just like there was something about it was so like on point and it was just so ridiculous. And it's just like I wish I could actually I mean, it's been months now since I fucking exactly watched that, but like, yeah, God, I was loose. Like I, I literally like I could not stop laughing about how fun. it was. It was like it, it was it was it was to the level of like the fucking um like stupid dragon thing from uh, Rick and Morty like levels oh. of like I'm losing my shit over how funny this is so uh, <laughs> and yeah, I think I, probably yeah. about the same level of brow as well <laughs> yeah it's it's great and it, it really keeps it fresh somehow with all the new characters yeah because it's the same fucking show joke, every yeah, yeah. episode yes <laughs> the exact same joke yeah but it's they figure it out they figured it's it out. It's just a more, it's a more honest one punch man. Yeah. 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 Actually, that's, that's a good way. I think I, I think I was thinking that at the time I was watching, I was like, this is yeah. like, if we got, you know, 150 episodes of one punch man or whatever, you know? Well, yeah. And also at some point, one punch man like likes to take itself seriously to a certain degree. Mm. And like, Psyche K is not interested in that as much. Yeah. It's like, there's like some very brief moments where it's just like, sort of, but not, mm-hmm. not really, not really. Yeah. It always gets undercut immediately. Yes. So yeah, um, uh, I watched that. Um, I watched. We I think I think you mentioned it like uh, three months ago on the last podcast. Uh, um, and by the way, sorry everybody for how fucking long yeah. it took me to get that one out. I, I I just honestly I took a little bit of a summer vacation. There's a lot of shit going on this summer, and so I was just kind of like, can't do it. I need like I need time yeah. to like do my life. So uh, yeah, hopefully they'll be coming a little bit quicker now. But you know, no fucking promises. <laughs> But um, I watched Stranger Things. Oh, nice! Yeah, I haven't actually seen the back half of the season, the new okay. season. Well, I mean, uh, well, what what did you think of the front half? It was good. I'm I don't know. It's like I still feel like I'm watching just a worse version of season one every time. Hmm, interesting. Uh, but maybe the back half of the season changes that. Yeah, I mean, I guess here's what I'll say: it's never going to reach the heights of season one, as many okay. many shows yeah, never course. do. Right? Like many shows never beat their season one. But this is the best season of Stranger Things other than season one. There are parts of it I like more than season one, but season one is obviously like season one is better. Like it just it is. But like season two was a big disappointment. I think season three was like it was okay. But this season, it's 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 very, very good. I came away with it like, wow, what were they fucking doing for the last two seasons? Like, (laughs) Did they like forget how to write this show? Because yes. I, now I remember how good this show can be, and I'm you know like I'm glad that we're, we're going to at least get the final season of it now, and hopefully it'll be as good as one and four. Yeah, I also I'm not just like I'm not I didn't get enamored with the child actors as much as everyone else seemed to. Well, so like I, the the adult parts are what like like I like you know Hopper mm-hmm. and etc. I can't remember any of the other character names. Yeah, I know it's fair. <laughs> um, I mean Dustin is outrageously good in 
in that season. And um, the, the the kid who plays Will also. Oh no, they're all yeah. I like their acting. I just don't. I'm a little. I'm a little lukewarm on on Finn. Eleven. Oh, no, Levin was Finn. fine. Levin was fine. Okay. I'm, it's Finn that I'm kind of like, eh, you know what? Yeah, he is, yeah. He's, like, of, of all of them, he seems like the one that's, like... It's, it's funny, because, like, he's, be, like, become one of the more famous of them, and yet he's, I think, of them, I'll just I'll say, I think he's probably the worst actor. He's not bad, he's just, but he's the worst actor out of the collection. Yeah, I don't like his scenes, generally. Yeah, I, I found, like, every time he came on screen, I was like, oh... Yeah, now I have to sit through this. <laughs> yeah, no, Eleven is, I mean, Eleven is playing her character, and, you know, to some degree, like, there's only so much that can yeah, be done there. Yeah. But, I mean, I think she did well, but, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it, for me, it was, it was Dustin and, um, D- Dustin and Will that were, like, the huge standouts of, like, just acting prowess this season, yeah. so. Yeah, my problem was just that, like, the, the Russian prison plotline was so much more engaging for me. <laughs> It was like every time it wasn't that, it was like, can we just kind of get back to the Russian thing? Because like that's what I wa- kind of want to see. Yeah, I actually, you know what? That's funny because like for me, I was I was kind of lukewarm on that. I was like, eh, this really? is kind of this is kind of going on a bit over long. <laughs> like oh, I was no, like, I... there's other stuff I want to see. Don't take me back to Russian prison platform. It was it was new. I guess. It was new. Yes, but it's just and like I, for, I don't know. It's, I was kind of like I I was like I know it's probably gonna happen here. So it's just like yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, where it's like the other like I was much more interested in like the fucking you know dive into the the dream i guess by the way i mean like i guess stranger things spoilers so i'll put a spoiler tag on this but like the um the whole like plot with 11 was actually the thing that like is like of like the going back in her memories thing no yeah i did like that yes that was cool as well i was like i just i just like just more of that let's 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 watch that you know those two yeah just not i just don't like the kid drama like, oh, yeah. you're not my friend anymore. I, I'm in love with you, but you're not, like, in love with me. And it's just like, I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm like, just go watch Euphoria, please. Like, <laughs> but, like, people let people like that. So, you know, whatever. I'll I'll put up with it. Fair enough. Um, I'm looking. Last note here. Uh, I watched the Dune movie, finally. Yeah, what'd you think? Have you watched it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And oh, you, yeah. you have not read the book? No. How did you? Let me ask you then, how did you find the Dune movie having never read the book? I mean, I guess, are you familiar with the story, though? Yes, I'm extremely familiar with the story. Ah, uh, okay. Then, yeah. okay, then the, the question so, that I, I was... Yeah, everything was, yeah, everything was exactly what I expected it to be. Okay, because I, I, here's, I loved it, right? Like, I was super stoked with it. I'm like, I, I'm glad that they did it the way they did it, where they stopped halfway through because it would have been way too much. They would have had to cram way too much into one movie. <laughs> it's, like, it's interesting you say that. I did not know that's what they were doing. Oh. <laughs> so I watched the movie, like, going like, man, they're moving really slow. Like, how are they going to get through all this? Like, what's going on here? And the movie ended, and it was like, wait, wait a second. What's going on? <laughs> it's a long movie, too. It's, it's like two yeah, and a half hours. Yeah, that's why I thought they were going to do the whole thing. Well, that's the thing. To me, I found that movie to be the shortest two and a half move, two and a half hour movie I've ever watched. No, it yeah, it went fast. Yeah, for sure. Because there's so much shit to cover, and like, like it's funny because like I was thinking like when I was reading the books, I'm like, there's not really that much shit like in the first half, and then like I watched a two and a half hour movie of them doing it, I was like, oh no, okay, I lied. There's a lot of shit in the first half. So <laughs> no, I I thought it was I thought it was incredibly true to the source material. There was some stuff that like. I, I, I feel like they're either going to go a different direction or they're not showing their cards quite yet on it, um, which is fine. Um, but like it, all of it felt very it, like I like I like the way that all of the like technology is portrayed because I feel like that's a big that's a big element of Dune. Um, somebody described it as um, a science fiction, a science fiction series that doesn't care about cool spaceships. Um 
and like I find the spaceships cooler for that fact. It's just like it's a big tube, right? You know, it's just yeah. like this, the, like that's the ship. It's like fucking none of this, like you know, fancy. Yeah. Just like it's a big fucking bubble. That's what it well, is. Because it's, it's not even a ship, right? It's just a space station. Well, so that's that's one of the things where I'm like, mm. I'm like, how are they gonna? Are, is that gonna be a literal change, or is that just kind of like a? Mm, we're not really like we're not showing our full hand on exactly how this works. Because in the books they don't work that way. In the books they do travel. Whereas in this, they seem like it's set up more like a wormhole, you know, to yeah. go from one place to the other. But like, so like, I don't know, there, there's implications to that that I don't understand how they're going to handle yet. But based on the way that Denis Villeneuve have, has treated this up to this point, I'm assuming that he's got a good handle on this and has a plan for everything. So I'm not worried. I'm just kind of more of a like, oh, okay, you know interesting we'll, we'll see we'll see what they do with that yeah i i'm he has to stick the landing now yes like he's I mean, done the cool flip but now he's gotta like stick it i mean big balls move to just do half the book not knowing if he was gonna get the second yes, movie no yeah 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 very big <laughs> but uh you know i mean obviously he knows what he's doing and uh you know i mean He's he's he, it's it's weird because it's like I feel like his his movies haven't been like outrageous commercial successes, but they keep letting him do movies, which is great because like I guess you know he makes really good movies, and I wish more people would watch them. Like Arrival was incredible. Like I don't know if you watched that. Oh my god, yeah, Arrival's one of my favorite movies. It's in fuck it. It's yeah, it's we so must good. have talked about that at some point. But yeah, Arrival's yeah, fucking yeah. incredible. Yeah, so like good. you know, it's just like yeah. it's like just give this guy anything that he wants, man. You know, just like let him make whatever movies because. He does a great job at it. Like, you know, the Blade Runner 2049 or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, know no, he makes, I know he's an auteur that makes profitable movies. I mean, I, well, profitable, I don't know. Cause I, I feel like I, I heard, I, I, I'm under the impression that uh, Blade Runner did not do that well. No way. Yeah, that it wasn't wildly successful, which is ridiculous. Cause I mean, it's, it's such a good, it's, I, I, apparently, I, some, some people didn't like it, but I mean, fuck them. Yeah. Like, it was a great, yeah. I thought. Yeah. I mean, hot take. I think Blade Runner 2049 is a better movie than Blade Runner. I mean, I would agree with that, but I, definitely people would find that blasphemous for sure. Like, Blade Runner the movie, like the original, is hugely influential, and so many things couldn't exist without it, and I think it's a good movie, but it's not a very entertaining movie. <laughs> like, I like I guess, like, I watched it, and I remember being like, oh, this is so interesting, and then, like, I sat down with Lauren to watch it, and we were sitting through it, and we were about halfway through, I was like, oh, that's right, fucking, this movie's actually not that, like, entertaining to watch. <laughs> I forgot this because I was like, oh, yeah, this movie's great. I'm like, actually, the visuals of this movie are really great. I don't know if, like, the actual movie itself is so great to watch, especially with, like, the 20-minute fucking scrolling through <laughs> things scene where he's trying to fucking find the whatever in the computer thingy yeah. whatever. I mean, I yeah, it's, it's so beautiful, though. I don't mind. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I feel like basically he just – he was like, okay – but what if Blade Runner, like, had an engaging plot, and then he made that movie? And I was just like, oh, that's great. Cool. Because that's, yeah, it's a great movie. But yeah, uh, $259 million. Yeah, apparently a disappointment. With yeah, fucking I mean, whatever. Sorry it only made $259 million. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Just, like, go fuck yourself, movie <laughs> industry. I know, right? Jesus fucking Christ. But yeah. Uh, the Sandman. Sandman. Have you seen that? I haven't even heard of it that I'm aware of. Oh, what? Sandman. Oh, my God. It's so terrible. It's the, it's the new Netflix show or new-ish at this point. Oh, no, I haven't. It's, there's a new Netflix show? Okay. Yeah, yeah no, I hadn't oh even heard God. of it. 
you gotta you gotta fucking watch that shit. It's so good. Holy shit. I'm not even okay. gonna say anything else. Just Okay, just it's good. That. Yeah, it's super good. Alright, Jason's putting a note down. Fucking watch Sandman. Shit. Oh, have um, you um I haven't been watching it, so don't spoil anything if you have, but have you been watching the new um Amazon Prime fucking uh um, Rings of Power? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I, I still have not seen the latest episode because we can't we can't all sync up our schedules here at the house to watch it. But <laughs> yeah, I haven't even started it because we've been plowing through oh. other things. But so it's good. You, I, you you suggest I watch it. I don't know if it's good yet or not. <laughs> I have certainly it's, it's it, the episodes so far have been good, but there's been like there's some mystery box elements that's like, you know, this could very much turn out to be a retrospect bad. Oh, show. okay. Well, then I will. I'll reserve judgment. You, you let yeah. me know what you think. Um, new season, The House of Dragon. You've been watching that. I also have not watched that because I have no like. Okay. I have no HBO thing, so I have to like oh, find, no find a means okay. to to, yeah, to yeah, yeah. procure a well a House uh, of the Dragon. I will watch it if it's good. Yeah. I was super into it until the latest episode, which was like half of it was incest relationship sex. Just well, like, I mean, is it is that not the House of the Dragon? <laughs> it is, but I I don't I don't know why I thought we were gonna like not have to go through that again. Oh my god, why is everyone messaging me now? <laughs> getting dinged. I'm getting I'm getting so many dings. I'm just gonna ignore them all. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see here. Westworld. Did you watch the last season of Westworld? I haven't even started it yet. I'm, it's on you, my list, but like. Yeah. Okay, so just to, spoiler alert, um, we started watching uh, Ace of the Diamond. Ace of the Diamond? What is that? It's a it's a it's a it's a baseball anime. Oh, okay. okay. Did not it, realize it like that. that it yeah. was like uh, Hajime no Ippo levels of like number of episodes. Yeah, dude, it's a sports anime. They're all like that. No, I mean usually, I mean like fucking Haikyuu is only like you yeah, know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're you're. You 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 were coming at it from the wrong end. You, you some like... of them are long, some of them are not okay. long. Yes, sure, you're right. This is one of the long ones. Yeah. Didn't realize that going in. It's great. I actually I actually think that it's maybe one of the best. I mean, it's a sports anime, of course. No, okay, I'll just say this because you you've clearly not watched it, right? No, of course, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's produced by Madhouse and production IG. Yeah, of course it's good. Holy shit. Here's the thing. This is here's here's the, let me give you the hook of why like if you are if you are to watch one sports anime and I know you've watched many sports animes, but like, you know, yeah. dear dear listeners, um if you if you are to watch one sports anime and get into it, the reason why this one's so fucking good is because a it has stakes that are real, which a lot of sports animes don't. Like they have stakes that they say are real but they win every game. There are stakes in this. Like they is cool. sometimes a toss up. Um second, the main character is not the main character basically for like most of the time. Like I mean like he's like, you know, cuz like in a lot of sports animes it's like, you know, the fucking, you know, first year comes yes. in and like he's like, you know, on the second string or the bench for like 2 seconds and then he's like the fucking like ace of the team, number one guy for the whole time. Not the case here. Fucking largely has to take a backseat to the other players on the team. Um, and just those two elements alone and like make it so that there is an actual arc to the show that just it's so fucking mm, it's so good. It's it's so good that Lauren was getting frustrated at one point because she's like, if they lose another fucking game, I swear to God, I will quit this show. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good it is. So, yeah. OK. Yeah. I It's 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 always that I'm like, I don't want to get sucked into another Hajime no Ippo, really. Mm. It's like, I remember, like, just, like, waking up and watching, you know, 15 episodes of an anime in a single day. Mm. And, like, that's all you did. And he was like, I don't have time for that anymore. 
That's all I have time for anymore. That's what I yeah, do. Exactly. That's what that's what I need to avoid. <laughs> oh, I do that, and I I make music, and I fucking that's it. That's all I got time for. Enough time to play. Oh shit! That was the other thing I was going to tell you. I finally, finally, fucking. Admittedly, not a big backlog, but I had I had a monkey on my back with regards to video games um, because there were two games in particular that I had bought uh, some time ago and just absolutely failed to play for a long ass fucking time, and I finally got around to doing it. Oh um, yeah, I I played um, Batman Arkham Knight. Oh nice. Okay, yeah, yeah, I saw you playing that. Yeah, yeah. Which I'll be honest, a little bit kind of bummed me out because I was like, you know what? Like, I really feel like I remember enjoying Arkham City a lot. And I was like, oh, the Batmobile is going to be great. And like, this is going to be really fun. And I got into it. And I saw the, all the fucking icons popping up everywhere, like some kind of Ubisoft sandbox horseshit fucking shit parade. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck, I'm too old for this. Like, I don't want to deal with this shit right now. So I played through the game and I beat it. And I like I minimized my side quest doing as much as humanly possible, except for the ones that were fun, like doing the Riddler shit. Some of it, not all of it, because fuck, there's too much. Um, and so I, you know, I, I beat it, right? And then I got to the end, and it was like, complete all of the, you know, Knights of Gotham shit, you know, like, do all the side quests to unlock the real ending. And I was just like, or go to YouTube and unlock the real ending. And then I watched the real ending, and I'm like, you were going to make me get fucking 450 Riddler trophies for this shit? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Get, a, get the fuck out of my house. So... I was like, I, 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 I played that and I was like, maybe I should just never play sequel games anymore. Like, maybe the answer is any fun that I had with the original game, like the sequel is just going to like, it's going to be too much more of a good thing. It's going to be like eating a delicious dessert. And then somebody's like, here is a giant tray of that dessert. It's just like, yeah, but I just I just wanted one more. And they're like, no, the whole tray. That's what you're going to eat. You sick piece of shit and i'm just like okay so okay so then that then i played um shadow of war which is a sequel to shadow of mordor cool yeah yeah fucking ruled yeah way better Mm -hmm. oh my god then i was just like no i'm wrong i'm like sometimes sequels are even better than the original game and i'm an idiot and oh my god this game is so fucking good like it's like it was like it was like Everything that I liked about, Sh- but I well, I do have a complaint, is it took way too fucking long to get to the good stuff. Like, I felt like I was playing for way the fuck too long before I got to the actual, like, uh, like building up your orc army and shit. I'm like, I fucking know, all right? I know about getting orcs and stuff. Like, you don't have to strip all that stuff away from me at the beginning of the game. Like, just, can you give me an option to just fucking jump into the good shit, like, <laughs> right away? Because I... Sp- felt like I spent like fucking 15 20 hours getting to the part that's actually fun it wasn't probably that long but it felt like it and so but once I got into it my god it's so fucking fun man those games are so entertaining so you know did it finished them fucking my backlog other than nice other than fucking um XCOM which I don't know if I'm ever gonna finish because I don't know if I'm actually enjoying XCOM um so <laughs> I mean that's maybe- XCOM <laughs> It sounds like you're playing XCOM. Here's my problem with XCOM. I love the the fighting part of it, right? Like the the gameplay element of it. I Uh, hate the base management mm. part of it. I because like I and I I know I've talked about this on the podcast, but I'll just talk about it again because it's apropos for the moment. Is I played that fucking Mario Rabbids game, yeah, which is just XCOM Lite, yeah, and I loved it. It was like it's like one of my favorite games. Like it's so it's stupidly fun. I was like this this rules. It's like it's like a fucking like you know dice like tabletop like Warhammer RPG not RPG like Warhammer like fucking you know 
tactic strategy game, but without the having to spend, you know, an arm and a leg and a small fortune on miniatures and then painting them and then fucking showing up to like some skeevy place on the bad side of town where they've set up a game shop. Like, you know, so You know like, that game exists now, right? I I I'm I am aware that it exists. It's uh what's it called? Battle Sector. Battle Sector, yeah, it's on my list to buy. I had to clear yeah. up my backlog before it's I was on, gonna uh, it's on uh Game Pass. If you got Game Pass. I do not have Game Pass because I don't play enough video games because I'm too busy ah. watching baseball animes, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You need to cut a little bit of baseball anime out so you can fit in battles. It's good. I played it. It's good. Okay. I would recommend is it, is getting it multiplayer? On Game Pass. Maybe. That would be awesome if it was, but I mean, I, I, it's on my wish list. I'm, I'm going to get it. Like, I'm going to yeah. get it. But anyway, so yeah. I'd, I'd also recommend uh, Wasteland 3. Wasteland 3. Yeah. Which is an RPG game with XCOM-style combat. Hmm. I mean, I guess how different is that from, like, like Divinity Original Sin? It's not. It's just guns. It's just, oh, okay. It's okay, just, so it's just that with guns. Because yeah. I feel like Divinity Original Sin is kind of in the same, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's like, yeah, it's the okay, exact yeah. same kind of thing. Which is why I love it. So yes, I don't like the base building at XCOM, and Mario Rabbids did not have that. By the way, they're making a second one. I'm probably going to get it, but that's... Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard it was really good, yeah. I'm... Yeah. Oh, is it already out? Is it fucking... I'm so behind. Oh, no, I don't know if it's out yet or not, but I, I, I do know the Rabbids series was well-received. Well yeah, because it's XCOM without the base building, and it's fucking hilarious. And, and it's simplified, but, like, that makes it better, you know? Like, because it's like, there's not, like, a bunch of extraneous bullshit you have to deal with. It's just, like, do the thing. And it's like, great, this is fun. <laughs> It feels like a puzzle. That's kind of why I like it. Because it's like, how can I do this in the most efficient way possible? Like, it's like, you could do it in five turns, but what if I did it in two turns? You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, Although that is also what XCOM is. It's it is, just but the, with the puzzle more has shit. been shifted. Yeah. Yeah. XCOM, to me, feels like, how can I save scum such that I do this in the most efficient way possible? There's also, um, I mean... I don't I'm not really recommending this to you, but I'm but there's the XCOM Long War mod, uh -huh. which sort of both makes that problem that you're talking about worse, but also <laughs> better because you have longer to screw up in. Mm. I don't know. Let me actually see if I can get through all of XCOM first before I ever think about yeah. doing another XCOM. Oh, you're playing video. XCOM 1, too, aren't you? Uh, XCOM Enemy Unknown, if that's the first one. Okay, yes. yeah, 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 okay. That's yeah. a very different game than XCOM 2 as well. Mm, fair enough. I, I, I was like, I, I was, I looked at... I was like, what's the best one? What's the one that people say to get? They're like, get Enemy Unknown. So I was like, all right. Yeah, that's, yeah, I would, I would say that's probably right. Enemy Unknown is the one where you can just like, that's the uh, Overwatch game. Yeah. Every turn, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, every turn, Overwatch. How efficiently yes. can you put your people into Overwatch positions? That's what yes. I, and XCOM 2 was like, okay, we realized that was the optimal strategy. So now we're making it so you can never, ever do that ever again. Oh, that doesn't sound And everything's, fun. like, time-based and, like, rescue-based. Like, really ups the ante. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like something I wouldn't like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hate XCOM 2. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and uh, I guess the other thing, we don't have to segue. Is, was there anything else you want to talk about before I segue into the last thing? No, no, no. Go go for it. Uh, I, I became a black metal band. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That was uh so I finally fucking got around to it cuz I was like, Unnatural you know what? Natural Predators. Unnatural Predators. I yeah, it's this my fucking my fucking demo album. Um I Honestly, like this kind of like I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna be I'm gonna become a black metal band. I've decided today that I want to become a black metal band, so I did it. And I was like, I just took the songs because like all of the songs that I had written up to that point all had like kind of a unifying theme of like being sort of like loosely based on like either like Lovecraft shit or like or like the new weird type of shit, you know? Like Yeah. And so I was just like, all right. 
this could be an album. The Pestilence Endures is kind of like an outlier in that. It's not really a black metal that track. It sort of is. It sort of isn't. So, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, it's a, a little bit album. more. It's a little bit more black metally, or not black metally, death metally. Yeah, I mean, like, I, you know, I, I could, I could definitely call it black and death metal and you sure, know, get away yeah. with that. But like, you know, whatever. I fucking threw it on there because I was like, it fits the theme. And you know, I'm not the first band in the world to throw a fucking death metally track on their on their on their black metal album but yeah so yeah what's did you did you listen to the uh did you listen to the album in its entirety uh no, i'm just now doing that <laughs> as you're speaking yeah yeah so i mean you've heard some of these tracks before forest of malice and pestilence i know you've heard yes i uh i spent some money because i couldn't keep going the way that i was going and i got um i got easy drummer three which is like one of the drum programs that like people use and then you know because we were talking about Devin Townsend right yeah yeah um and he used um I think he actually used Superior Drummer which is like the like the more expensive version of Easy Drummer but uh he used Drum Kit from Hell to to make uh to make Zildoy it's it's literally called Superior Drummer yes it's called Superior Drummer That's terrible. Okay, I know, yeah. right? But yeah, so he used uh, he used drum kit from hell to, um, which I think was I think was actually uh, I'll have to look. Um, I think it was actually tracked by the drummer from Meshuga, if I recall correctly. I might I might be wrong on that. I know he's involved with it, but I think he actually recorded it. Yeah, recorded at Dugout Studio by uh, Thomas Hockey. Hockey is that how you say it? I don't know. Hawk probably is it just Hawk Thomas Hawk? Probably. Okay. H a w k e. No, it's H a a k e. Oh, I have no fucking idea then. Right? I don't. I don't know either. I'm, I'm sorry, Thomas. I've never said your name out loud, and now I've been put on the spot, and I'm like, shit. I don't know how to say your name. Um, the drummer from Meshuggah recorded it, and so that's what Devin used to make uh, Ziltoid. And I was like, well, you know what? Ziltoid sounds great, so I'm gonna fucking buy that and use that too. And so I have that now, and that's what I used to do all of the drums for all of this. Is I used Drum Kit from Hell and and uh, Easy Drummer Three. Um, which is fantastic, by the way. Jesus Christ, what a like you know. No, yeah, it's that's not very, bad. I'm, that that like uh, that sn- uh, not snare uh, symbol hi hat hit there at the start of Slumberer. That sounds very real, right? Very impressive. Yeah, I would not have, if you had told me that's a drum kit. I would not have known. Yeah, I mean it's fucking it's incredible. Like, yeah, those sound like those, those sound very real. Yeah, and like the actual like I worked I worked really hard on the drums for Slumberer, by the way. Like because a lot some of this stuff like I used a lot of the um like. Along with getting a drum program that is actually good, like, it comes with, like, a shit ton of, like, drum patterns and stuff that have been recorded. There's, there's first of all, there's just a shit ton that come with uh, Drum Kit from Hell that are, like, all metal-based. Um, and then Easy Drummer 3 also comes with metal patterns. And then Drum Kit from Hell also has guest musicians that have come on and actually, like, played shit. That you can just drag and drop into your into your track, um, which I use sometimes because I'm not a drummer and so I'm not as creative as some of these people. Like, and sometimes I'm just oh like, yeah, yeah. And sometimes I'm like, I just know what I need, but I don't know how to make I don't know how to make the drum sound like that. And so I just search through the fills. I'm like, that was what I was looking for. I was looking for that thing, and I just put it in. And like, God, but the slumber almost entirely I did myself because there was something I was going for, and there was nothing really like stock in there that uh that i could use so i was just like fuck it gonna just do this do it and so it took me fucking forever to do the drums for that but yeah i, I mean, think it was yeah. worth it 
it's that's how you do it. That's how programming works. That is how that is how you do it. And sometimes works. programming works by getting stuff off Google and just copying it into your shit. Oh, which that's is what, what I, I mean. Yeah, that's that's yeah, just what yeah. I mean in general. Just taking other people's shit and using it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. Nice. I like your album art too, by the way. Oh, okay. So the um, goat. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, so you know what that is, is, you know, those, I, I don't know if you've been aware of this, but like, there's been like a big upswing. Oh, the AI. Oh, yeah. That shit for that? Oh my God. <laughs> so, okay. And it's interesting how this came out. Cause like, so I was, cause I, what I wanted is I wanted like an, an eye that looked like an exploding nebula type of thing. Right. Sure. So I typed in eye exploding nebula, black and white. And I got that image and I was like, that's the fucking album cover. Yeah, but, that's pretty perfect. Yeah. Right. So, but then the um, the the one that I was using, like o- only had like this very small image size. So then I was like, wait a second. And I was like, I bet there's AI upscalers that I can use for free. So I searched AI upscaler and I dumped that into an upscaler and it blew it up to a full album cover. And I was just like, that's the fucking album cover. There it is. <laughs> wow. So it's double AI. So it's double AI. I'm fucking That's like, hilarious. honestly, like if, if I had tried to do this like six months earlier, I would have been like stuck on the album cover thing. I'd be like, I don't know how to fucking do that. <laughs> it's, it's just like magic. <laughs> Damn, dude, we're really in the future. That's crazy. Right? That's like so fucking cool. I was just like, I was like, when I did that, I was just like, this is the, this is the coolest shit that's ever happened in the world. I was just like, I never, like, I would have had to like pay somebody or like actually learn how to be like a decent human being and like make shit. And I'm like, fuck that. I'll just make an AI do it for free. And then hope that like they don't kill me in the robot uprising. Putting my roommate out of work. Sorry about your roommate. If I ever make money on my band, I will pay him to make an album cover. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. (laughs) Everybody buy my album. (laughs) Check it out. Check it out. So wait a second. I said I said a natural predators, but is it Abyssalant? Uh Abyssalant is the band. Abyssalant is the band and Natural Predators is the album. Okay. Cool. Yes. Is that T lined up correctly? No. Yeah, I was about to say it looks like it's a little too low. No, it's not lined up correctly. I don't know, because like when I you should when move I set up the like album a... cover like to Bandcamp or whatever, like when I like yeah. uploaded it, I'm pretty sure it was lined up properly. And then it fucking like got cut up cut off and like in the crop or something. But you yeah. know what? I think that just makes it even more black metal, you know? Sure, okay. It looks like shit, yeah. so of course it's black metal. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. The perfect genre, right? But here's what's really interesting. So, like, within a day, I had a Metal Archives listing. Yeah, because it, it auto-populates, I'm sure. It auto-populates, which I didn't know. But, like, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, obviously they're just, like, you know, scanning through. Apparently I'm uh, 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 atmospheric black metal. I didn't know that, but that's what oh, I am. Cool. You're yeah. atmospheric black metal. That's what I am. That's what they tell me. <laughs> Status active. I Members, am Jason active. Bartlett. <laughs> oh, man. Hell yeah. Oh, but they're using like your picture instead of your like album. You should upload your. Oh, I guess. Well, that... if you click on the album, it shows the album cover. But if you click on just the band, it shows oh, me. Which I is, see now. Which is usually yeah, what happens right. for other yeah. bands is they that's have the right. picture. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. I just have to, like, Photoshop some fucking corpse paint on me for that picture. <laughs> Independent. Yeah, you do. Yeah, man. Yeah, you got to get a corpse paint picture going now. Yeah, I'm absolutely 100% not going to do that. <laughs> 100% you should do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, hell yeah, dude. Congrats. Thank you. Thank That's you. Cool. So, and what'd you think of, uh, what'd you think of Sun Eater? I need to listen to it. Okay. Because that one, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fucking happy with how that one came out. That's also, by the way, my longest song that I've made up, up to this point, so... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I like that bit. Uh, the the what one 
115 or 112 transition there that like that guitar riff uh i like that oh yeah yeah it's very death heaven yeah like that i feel like you could afford to go even more even more atmospheric pump that pump that uh pump that reverb and that echo way up on your vocals like i can i can understand what you're saying still (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know i mean yeah yeah i like it though that's really good awesome that though there's some fucking dank guitar riffs and that's definitely some some black metal drums yeah i was pretty happy with how i mean it's it's super death heaven but like i mean i i think it came out really well yeah. So, I um, I, so I got a couple more tracks on my SoundCloud. If you'll, if you'll indulge me, burning the dead for power. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I, I'm, so I'm working on a new album, like an actual, like an actual album this time. Like the first one was just like the fucking whatever I had. I'm just threw it all together. And this burning the dead for power is the one where I'm gonna like try and do an album for real. So this is gonna be probably the last track off the album, which will be of the same name. But uh, yeah, just give that one a listen. You might have noticed I actually added bass. <laughs> No. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I hear it now in the starting bit. I was already in the like the the past the minute mark. Ah, oh, got it. There's bass throughout the whole thing now. <laughs> yeah, but once once those drums come in, the bass becomes background. Yeah, yeah, it's impossible to hear at that point. But it's there. Oh wow. Getting real crazy with it here. Right around what? Three three twelve, three fifteen, yeah. Oh yeah. My huge scream on this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't I don't I don't know about its placement in the album at all, but it's a good song. I like it as a as a standalone. Excellent. Yeah, I, I, if, to me, it feels like an ending track, but we'll see what 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 else I fucking make because yeah. I, I have no other ideas. So <laughs> it's weird because it's just like because it starts out acoustic like that and then goes hard. It almost feels like a more like earlier track. Almost. I'm thinking of having some type of like transition with like some like you know fucking old like, yeah, audio yeah. shit or something. So it's going to be okay. kind of like a you know a, you know the the album's going to kind of you know mellow out and then go back up you know and this is going to be the kind of like big you know big outro because it's got it's got the like the fucking just like me you know turn the guitar off shit sound at the end it's like feels like it's got to kind of be the end i definitely can't uh i can't understand what you're saying so that's good good. on the vocals yeah well thank you um so then i got more electronic shit that i've been working on um the sunberg is one of those the views and the lorne yes okay I can hear that. Oh, that's a huge compliment. I'll take that. That first that first minute with like the reverb uh yeah. guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely gives me Lauren vibes. So the um the title Sumberg, um, there's a basically this is uh an instrument that was created for free based off of the Sumberg uh foghorn. And so that main sound that you're hearing is like of like a heavily processed foghorn. It sounds fucking incredible. And I like then Further heavily process it to make what is this? Cool. Yes, that's the like wah sound. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Interesting transition there at 150. Yeah, I wanted to like up the vibe a little bit. Yes. But do you bring it back? Question. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's another. It's a pretty hard transition there at like 215. Is it too hard? That is a question that I cannot answer. <laughs> I tried to smooth it out with having like some transition noises in there yeah. to kind of like. I mean, that's the thing I've always struggled with, with songs, especially trying to make songs. It's just like that that transition moment is so critical when you're doing something like this. It does. It does feel a little bit like this is a two song scenario to me. That's fair. It, it, to some degree, it sort of is. I, I kind of meandered a little bit with this one, but yeah. I also kind of wanted to lean into like the glitchy weirdness of it, like on purpose. But it's like I don't really like the first half of the song isn't really like there isn't really any glitchiness to it. 
to my ear. No. Like, it's very smooth. And then it's suddenly right there at like 140 or no, 145, I guess, or 150. Yeah. It's like when you come in with that like baseline beat. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like you, you hold it. It still feels like the same song because of like you kept that foghorn sound kind of going in. But then it slows down again at 210 and it's just like, I don't know. It loses me there, I think. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I wasn't 100% sure. I, I liked the beginning of it a lot. Yes, and the I beginning really sure is where... very, very, very good. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, I wasn't sure where to go with it from there. So I was like, ah, you know what? Fuck it. I was like, I can't, I can't come up with anything better. So this is what I'm going with. <laughs> so the next track, Stay With Me. Um, this was me fucking around with a vocoder. I'm not sure how good this song is, but it's amusing at the very least. <laughs> it's it's dance music more than anything else after the initial bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got that like four on the floor. Yeah, you really, it's a, it's almost hard to tell that's a vocal. Yeah, vocoders are fucking incredible. Like, it's like the first time I like I started using it, I was like, oh, this sounds amazing. I was like, I got to do something with this. <laughs> yeah, it's very dream poppy. I can see that. Pink pop. Yeah, it's good. I don't really have anything specific to say about it, though. Yeah. It's it's just kind of a little track, you know. It was I was mostly yeah. an experiment more than it's anything fun. else. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it just reminds me of Dream Pop, Japanese Dream Pop specifically. Yeah, okay, I was about to say I was like, you know, something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can picture the music video that would be playing to that. Yeah, you know, like if it was like a minute shorter, it'd be like a perfect DDR track. Uh, I don't know. I think it's probably the right length for a DDR track, honestly. Two minutes. Yeah, and it's and it's like it gets has that like break at the middle and then it repeats. Mm-hmm. It's like that's a DDR track right there. Because Lauren and I have been like actually like you know working out on a regular basis now, and you know I do I'm on the treadmill for cardio, and she does DDR because um, she has like a DDR pad, and I feel like yeah maybe like a minute thirty is how most how long most of the songs are, but maybe I'm wrong on that because maybe I'm just not paying as much attention. Yeah, I, I, it's been I also I'm more familiar with um, the keyboard version of DDR. Ah. Step Mania? No. Oh, well, Step Mania is what she has. <laughs> it's yeah, not DDR. No, that's Step Mania. Oh, Flash Flash Revolution. Ah. Uh, right? Yeah. Something. I don't know. So, two more tracks. Nice Dream is the next one. It's a couple tracks down. Guess that makes so much music. I, well, it's been three months, Steve. <laughs> it, won't be, it won't be as many as next time. But you'll have to tell me what you think this reminds you of, because I think I'm going to know your answer. Uh, Neo Tokyo. I was going to say Tycho. Oh. Uh, I guess. No? No, no Tycho? I'm shocked, because to me, when I, I, like, when I made this, I was like, oh shit, this just sounds like fucking Tycho. I mean, I don't really listen to a lot of Tycho in the first place, so. Oh, okay, fair. It, I, oh. That's not really in my... Is Tycho something that I came across? Yeah, I think you showed me Tycho. Oh shit, okay, this is, this is, this is where the lines start to blur, and I can't remember what music I've recommended to you yeah. and vice versa. Yeah, I don't think Tycho's one of mine. So, this one was interesting... Because um, one of the like production music production YouTubers that I watch, he made a um, like a free instrument that was basically it was um, it was an old guitar that he had sampled, and I had put this through like a like a step sequencer basically that like basically it's like you know it'll it'll play a sequence of different notes. That was how I got the main riff to this, and after I got that, I was like, well, shit, that sounds fucking. I love that, so I need to make a track around it, and that's this. Yeah, it's interesting. Let me link you um, one of these Neo Tokyo songs real quick. Yeah, I mean, if there's more music like this, then I, I want to know about it. There's a specific one that's like sounds very familiar. Which one is Itachi? Maybe. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, this reminds me very much of that. If you listen to that link I just posted. Yeah, here let me let me actually listen to that really quick before we listen to the last one. I want to hear this. Yeah, I can hear. It. It's a little bit more upbeat, but yeah, I hear it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So last one. Um, this one's short. Um, and it's dumb. Turbo and Cabule Bass. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I have the biggest, dumbest smile on my face right now. 
Yeah, uh, this is good. I like that uh, sound. Yeah. No. I, I can't. I can't make it with my voice, but you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I um. I designed the synth because um, I was trying to make drum and bass, and I designed the synth as the bass for the drum and bass, yeah. and I was like, "This fucking rules! I need to do something with this." Yeah. I mean, you could you could honestly drop the entire like, like you could make this, you could make that beat a song. You don't even need the fucking background vocals going. Oh yeah, I, this was originally not that, but then I was like, I was listening to that afterwards, like just serendipitously, and I was yeah. like, "Wait a second, what if I put these two things together?" And it was just like. It was perfect. No. What you need to do is you need to like have it have the music drop out for a second and like you hear the 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 vo- like the speech perfectly yeah. loudly and then you bring it back and you keep doing that. Yeah, I mean, I I only I sort of did that in a couple places, but not totally. Yes, you yeah I, yeah I like at twenty five. Yes, and and at one like twelve. Yeah, it like just has the hi hat, which you is really like, seem to have a pattern there of like right about fifteen seconds after the minute mark is when you like switch it up a little bit. <laughs> You know, I, I'm nothing if not consistent, I guess. Yeah, it's like pretty much every song we've listened to today, it's like, yeah, right about that, like, 15 second mark, like 215, 115, 315. It's yeah. like, yeah. Cool. I got 15 seconds worth of an idea, and then I need yeah. to go somewhere with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah, man, music for you. That's, that's all the fucking music that I made. I made You're a pumping fucking... it out. Yeah. You're going to be a regular, um, uh, fuck. What was that band I showed you last time you didn't like? Uh, Filmmaker. Filmmaker. Yeah. yeah. Again, I didn't necessarily not like it. No, I, just, I know, I know. I, but not not loving it is an affront. So Okay. Yes. I, I didn't essentially I didn't love it. That. It was yeah. it was it was interesting. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All I right. got an earful for my friends. It's it's all right. I forget. Oh, oh, did they? Where they're like, how how fucking dare you yeah. not like that? Yeah, it was partially my fault for showing you the wrong album, but <laughs> Because I do like Love Market. Like, I've listened to Love Market. I do like that. So it's yeah. just like, it was just that album. And it yeah. wasn't even that I didn't like it. It was just, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Steven's friends, you? it was fine. Okay. Like, How it's not the best that. thing I've ever fine. listened to. <laughs> God. Now I'm going to get another one. Oh, actually, one other thing. Um, any updates on the, uh, the D&D podcast? Oh, yes. It is dead. Ah. Officially. Okay. Never going to be released? I don't think so. Ah, oh, that's too bad. Oh, well. <laughs> Well, I think there was some drama that I am I stay out of. You're just a talent. <laughs> I just don't, you know, I don't got time for that shit. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, that's too bad. Oh well. Okay. But yeah. Okay. So now onto the main event. Uh, fucking. So just to set up, Stephen and I were talking after the last podcast, however many months ago. Um, and uh, you know, he was like, "Oh, well, you know, we could do that new Cronenberg film." And I said, "Well." I've never actually seen a Cronenberg movie. And he said, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, well, I've got Existence on my list of movies to watch, and I've had it on there for, like, a long time. Oh I was God. like, should we just watch that? And he was like, for- yes, fucking Jesus wow. Christ. I forgot okay. the goddamn, I forgot the context for us watching this. Yeah. This is your first Cronenberg movie. This is my first Cronenberg movie, so please be gentle. Uh, this is oh. my first- I don't know how I've managed to avoid David Cronenberg up to this point. Like, it's not on purpose. It's just I've never, like, I've never watched any of his movies. I'm aware that his movies exist, and I've heard of David Cronenberg, but I've just never watched. So, Existence, this is number one. This is the first one that I've watched. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I I ended up watching, like, half of his his movies. Because I watched Existence again, and I was like, wow. Right, I forgot that, like, he's awesome. He is an awesome. 
Yeah, he's I mean, I guess spoiler. Awesome. Okay, so obviously spoilers are for the movies. Like that's that's par for the course for this. You all know yes, the drill by yes, now. Hundred percent spoilers. Um, um, well, maybe people don't know the drill. If you come to us at this like late stage in the podcast, uh, you you might not realize oh, we I'm used so to actually sorry. do movies, but uh, yeah. yes, <laughs> and we used to like treat treat the audience like some like I used to like be like oh for people listening, it's just like no, we're too deep in now. Yeah, it's fucking lazy. You know, strap in or you know just yeah, strap fucking, in. Put your fucking headphones on and listen. Yeah, God damn it. Yeah, 100 <laughs> miles an hour immediately. Hell yeah. So, um, so yeah, first David Cronenberg movie. Um, I guess, so yeah, spoiler, I mean, I liked it, right? You know, like, I, I mean, was, I, 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 I had no he, doubt. Yeah, I mean, I kind of didn't either. Every, all I knew, all I knew about this movie going in was it's about a video game and Bone Gun. That was it. That was 100% of the things that I knew about it. And so, yeah, what a movie, man. You know, like, I, I was... I'll say a couple things, right? Because, you know, you hear the name David Cronenberg and there are some some cultural attachments to that that, yep. like, come with that. Mostly, like, just extremely grotesque body horror, which, like, I mean, this movie is not not gross, right? Like, it this, is gross. This movie is, this movie is extremely tame. That's what I was going to... I'm assuming this is extremely tame compared to his normal stuff. Because it's like, you know, I went into this mm, well, expecting expecting, like you know, the thing levels of like grotesque body horror. And like, this doesn't even come close to that, you know, yeah. like we're, we're not, we're nowhere near that. And like, I expect that like in some of his other stuff, he goes beyond some of that to some degree. I don't know. Cause again, that's the first one. So <laughs> yeah, he, he has gone through phases, I guess. Like he started out way more sexual and then like he became violent, like not, you know, literally, but his movies, obviously. Yes. Um, and like gory, especially. Uh, and then, like, existence is, like, right in his weird phase. Like, he did Naked Lunch. Like, the 90s, essentially. Mm-hmm. He did Crash, which is about, like, people who were, like, you know, sexually attracted to car crashes. Mm-hmm. Like, that was his really weird phase where it's not as gory or as sexual, but weirder. Uh, and then he did, like, a bunch of, like, crime movies in the 2000s, hmm. which were good. I, History of Violence, Eastern Promises, Dangerous Method. And then I haven't seen Wait a second. Oh, sorry. Sorry, you have to stop for a second. Yeah, uh-huh. Yes. He yeah, did Eastern also, Promises, yeah, that and, was he, David and he did History of Violence. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, two movies yep. I also have not seen, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah. He they did those written. two? They weren't written by him. That's the difference. Oh, uh, okay. He was okay. only the director. Okay. So... God, because I mean, like, that doesn't fit yeah. with my yeah, yeah, mental yeah, yeah, picture yeah. of David Cronenberg. All of the movies that he has written are weird, pseudo-sexual, or explicitly sexual, violent, gory, horror movies. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, let's just come right out of the gate on this one in particular. Because, I mean, the first thing that I will say is, like, you know, I, I guess the only term that I can describe this movie as is like, is, like, it's grossly sexual. And not, like, when I say grossly sexual, I don't mean, like, it's like, oh, it's grossly sexual. Like, the... the you have to, if you've seen the movie, you'll know what I mean. It's just like, it's just, it's yeah. like, it's gross. Like, yeah. it's just, he's being gross. And it works really well. It's very effective. But it's just like, it's like, every time, like, any of those, like, fucking bioport scenes would come up, I'm just yeah. like, the, man. The, the one where he, like, he tongues it. I know. I'm just like, this is yeah. a man that is working through some complex yeah. issues. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he's been working through those issues since, like, the, the 70s, the early 70s. <laughs> 
like, late it's 1960s. Just, you know, it's it's interesting. I mean, like, and I hate to make this parallel so early because it feels so cheap, but I'm going to do it anyway because fuck it. This is our podcast. And we get to do whatever we want. Um, this yep. feels very like this is very David Lynch in the way that like it's very uncomfortable. You know, he I feel like he comes at it from a completely different angle. But sure, I well, get this, so, so the, the, uh, be aware that you are in the 90s. Right. Okay. And so this is the weird part of his or like the first time he goes really weird. Well, fair. But I like, mean, if you had watched if you'd watched The Fly as your first movie, right? I'd get like, a different experience. The Fly is like a romance movie for 45 minutes. OK. Right. And it's like a very good, funny, like heartwarming one. And then it like becomes a weird body horror. But even then, it's like like this is weird. Like this is this is like the way that like the the stilted acting right like the the way you're describing is lynchian is like specific to this phase let's say okay that's because i was about to say it was like it, it feels like the stilted acting is on purpose in this i mean like i know it, jude it law is yes. a good actor um i mean like you know william defoe is is still fantastic in this even though yeah. i'm sure he was trying to be stilted but he's just incapable yeah, he's of it because good. he's too yeah. good <laughs> yeah. he's yeah well, He's too good of a good any, actor to be a bad they, actor. <laughs> they didn't give him any heavy makeup, so you got to see his face, and it's, you know. Yeah. I don't know anything about, beauty. like, what Jennifer Jason Lee. Like, I don't know if she's a good actress or not. Like, in this, like, I, I got the impression she was on purpose being a little bit, like, lousy. Like, yeah. I don't know if she is actually well, a good actress. the whole thing is, like, you know, are they NPCs or not? Well, yeah, right. right? I mean, there was certainly, so, like, a point in there where, like, yeah. there was the clearly just, obvious repeat. And, to to, to jump, w- jump into it with two feet, right? It's yeah, like, let's just go. Fucking, you know, you know is how it a game? Not? Is anyone real? Or is everyone just an NPC? Who is the player character? Is there actually a person here? Yes. Et cetera. Like, I don't think it's, it's not, I don't, I think it's, you know, I think you can figure it out, right? I don't think it's, like, uh as complicated as primer or anything where it's well okay you know okay so it's funny you say that primer you you know what you know you you know what immediately came to mind when i when i was watching this i was just like okay there really are no original ideas because it's like i was like this is the plot of inception Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they just keep not. going deeper and deeper into game levels. And I'm like, because yeah. it's like, you know, they start out at one level and then they go into a game within a game. And then they go into a game within a game within a game. And I'm just like, oh, OK. So I like I, I actually thought that like Inception was like a semi like interesting original idea. But like, no, apparently not. Apparently so, it's just it's, it's just existence with more polish. <laughs> it's very interesting that you're bringing up Christopher Nolan here. Because I wasn't going to say anything, but the way that he has these characters act, like, I feel like it's a successful version of what Tenant was trying to achieve with its, like, protagonist. And I haven't seen Tenant, by the way, so. Ah, uh, interesting. But like, I've, these heard, I've heard very mixed things about it. I've heard some people that, like, rave over it, and some people are like, it is the worst piece of shit I've ever watched in my life. It's, I, I would not say either of those things true. It is. <laughs> You're taking the Mitch Hedberg path? People either loved us or they hated us. I thought we were thought okay. We were okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought it was okay. I thought that it was. I mean, mini tenant review. Uh, yeah, okay, Christopher go, Nolan. Go for it. Please balance Steven, your audio. Steven, we're doing a review within a review. We're fucking doing Inception. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you God think damn. it's stupid, then that makes the other movie stupid. Yeah. yeah. Checkmate. But no, uh, tenant. <laughs> Fix your fucking audio. Uh, mixing christopher nolan like oh is it obnoxious it's like you're he he went too far with tenant like mm-hmm. like inception was okay with how the audio was balanced i guess like i still don't like that either but tenant like is purposefully doing it like he's got on record as saying like oh yeah no i made it so like you can't hear dialogue and stuff but like there's dialogue happening it's not just white noise well that's annoying it's like what it's just, yeah it's, it's like why like fuck like fuck you dude why <laughs> 
<laughs> Why would you do this that? to us? Why would Why you, you do such that? an asshole? Like, like it, I don't want to. I don't want to watch your movie, which looks very cool with subtitles. But you're forcing me. Like I don't know. Whatever. That's my review. It's like he needs. You know, I, I've honestly like. I mean, you know, I have a sound system, right? So, like, by all accounts, if anyone should be able to like hear a movie, I should because like people usually say it's like, well, I have like a sound bar, like you know, listening to my TV, and like it sounds not mixed for that. It's like the sound is mixed for a fucking theater, right? And I have like a theater in my fucking house, so if I can't hear it, I'm like, great. Well, then you clearly didn't need me to hear that piece of dialogue. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the stance I've now taken. I'm just like, if I can't hear it on my fucking, you know five point whatever fucking home theater shit box like then fuck you it's obviously yeah. not audible dialogue get out of my house like, but my end. point to bring it up is that in tenant the main character is like blank slate times a thousand right he has no character other than to deliver like plot information sure right and like this also does that but it's way more successful because <laughs> like you don't know anything about Pykele, yes right like he like he literally like he comes from nothing and is a no one who just follows around another character the whole time, essentially. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that he's effective as a character, though. No, I think he's actually I think he's a really good character. You know, I yeah. I, I will say one thing about him. Um, And there's there's several, uh, you know, owing to the title of our, the not not the title, the uh, the name of our podcast, uh, you know, obviously we've we've watched at least a couple episodes of Rick and Morty. Um, yeah. Reminds me a lot of Morty. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, having, I'm working up a lot of anxiety about the situation, <laughs> Allegra. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't want the port. You got to get the port. I don't want the port. You got to get the port. Oh, oh God. I guess I'm gonna get the port. Oh God. It was an infected port. God damn it. <laughs> Morty. The other thing too, when I saw the fucking um like the the game system or whatever the fuck it's called, I was like, oh, it's the plumbus. It's the plumbus. Yeah, dude. It's literally the plumbus. I'm like, yeah. that's where they got the idea for the plumbus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that's uh, what it is. Surprisingly, like you know, the first season has Cronenberg episode. Well, know? yeah, I, I, I so I was like, because like if they, you know, like I'm like they're clearly Cronenberg fans. I'm like, and the plumbus is literally the fucking whatever. The, I can't remember the name of the thing, but the thing, the game. And, and ex- existence is the kind of movie that Dan Harmon would love. I have no. Oh, doubt absolutely. Probably absolutely. also. Um, probably also. Fuck. Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland, thank you. Oh, yeah. For for completely different reasons, but they would both love the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan Harmon would jack off to, like, (laughs) he would just eat up the fucking uh, meta nature of the plot. And Justin Mm -hmm. Roiland obviously just loves, you know, gross stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. (laughs) But, yeah, so, I mean, I will say right at the beginning... I mean, and maybe this is just owing to the fact that I, A, knew it was about a video game, which, I mean, is is clear at the beginning. Very clear immediately, yeah. It's not like I I had special knowledge there. And I knew about the bone gun. And so I was like, as soon as I saw the bone gun, I'm like, oh, they're in the game. (laughs) There was no question in my mind. I'm like, they're obviously in the game. But they, I mean, at the beginning, they certainly were. Are you about to, are you about to tell me that they weren't in the game there? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) But they came out of the game after that point. So how could they not be in the game at that point? Maybe that maybe they went into the game by getting out of it. Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna go throw up in a corner now. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I like, think you're I, probably right, though. I mean, I, I, I to me, the only question in that movie that is being raised is, um, like when they come to the like actual like coming out of the game with like a game system that looks like a game system and not like a fucking plumbus. Yeah. Um, you know, it like uh, to me, the only question is, are they still in the game at that point? 
Yeah. But that's yeah, because they might they might be NPCs and the Chinese waiter might be the only person. Yeah, right. Who's <laughs> a real person. Yeah. He's the only guy. Yeah. Fuck. But yeah. No, I mean it you know, I so yeah, it was not as gross as I expected. And the, what did you think the grossest scene was? <sighs> okay. Because I know my answer. Well, th- those two different questions, right? Like like I, I, I let me answer let me answer this in two ways. The the most Cronenbergy scene for me. I think was when they were um, like operating on the like in the chalet or whatever the ski yeah, place. The, yeah, operating on the on the disease pod. That was the most Cronenbergy thing. That was sure. the thing that I expected the most out of it. And so, like mm-hmm. from like a grossness of like a thing perspective, that was the grossness of a thing. The actual grossest scene for me was the fucking you know like bioport one of the i guess the tonguing bioport sex scene that was the because like that was just it was just uncomfortable like it's like because like sometimes like there's sex scenes in a movie where it's just like 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 it's it's unnecessary and overt but like i feel like that scene was necessary but overt (laughs) it was like it was like this is this is there to make me uncomfortable and it's working but like because it's just fucking weird and just like it's like what? Comes out of nowhere. It's like, why is this? Ha- it's just like, oh, just go with it. It's just like, ah, uh, yeah. I don't know if I want to just go with it. It's like, you got to yeah. just go with it. Just lick the biopore. Just put your tongue in the biopore. It's just like, oh, this is gross. This whole thing is gross. <laughs> so, yeah, what's your grossest scene? The special. You know? Eating the gun parts. Yeah, that's okay. Fair. That, that one grosses me out. Like, legitimately, like, even thinking about it, it's like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. You know what? All I thought the entire time, I was just like, you know what? It might actually be delicious. <laughs> oh, you're yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I anticipated that scene because I'm watching it for the second time. And I just, uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, in my like, mind, like, I'm just the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what? I've eaten some weird shit in my life. I'm like, it might actually be yeah. really good. It just looks gross, you know. It does so, look gross though. It looks very gross, but like I like I, you know, not to say that like you're not wrong. Like you're not you're not wrong for being grossed out by that scene. Obviously, that's like a scene to be grossed out by. But I guess like in my mind, where my mind went there is like it would be it feels a little bit cheap to be grossed out by that because there's so many like, oh, it's gross food. But it's like, you know, it's like to me, I I, I immediately had a reaction of like just because it looks gross doesn't mean it is gross. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's 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 cheap. I'm not going to I'm not going to buy into. I guess I just have a weak stomach. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) You know, I mean. I've, you know, mm-hmm. and yet you've eaten crawfish, which I don't understand because like, that's oh, the one thing so where it's good. like, I can't do it. Like, I just like, they look like little fucking bugs and I just can't pull them apart and eat them. And you're just like, suck the heads, Jason, just well, fucking see, but, suck them. Yeah, well, you just got to lick the bio when you, when you pull the tail off, though, there's just a piece of lobster meat hanging there. Yeah. You and I and need to like, eat crawfish together and you need to teach me the ways. It's so easy. Yeah. I, I, there's not, there's not a lot of fucking Chinese buffets around anymore, though. And I don't think any of those serve like freshly boiled crawfish we well, have to like go find a crawfish boil place if you ever come up here which i hope you do at some point oh yeah yeah, yeah definitely um there is a new orleans place mm. that has like bucket crawfish oh yeah okay yeah definitely yeah so if you come up here we'll go to the new orleans place or the bucket of crawfish and you can fucking teach me how to eat crawfish <laughs> yeah you'll love it I'm sure I would. I just can't get over the, like, picking apart a fucking, like, weird, like, red bug. Oh, so good. I mean, you eat lobster. You eat crab. I know. Well, you know eaten crab legs. You've, like, 
you've pulled apart giant bug claws and like just yeah but not when it's like got the whole thing like when you get a lobster tail when you get a, when i get a lobster tail i usually don't get the whole lobster with it i yeah, just I get know. the lobster tail and when i get crab it's just the legs i don't give a shit i just crack yeah. them open and suck the meat out but it's like with a crawfish i like look at it, it's small which makes it more bug like somehow because it's smaller like if it was lobster size i'd be like no big deal you fucking crack yeah, the tail yeah, off yeah. and suck it yeah. out but it's like because it's small i'm like uh like if it was it, like if it, like if crabs were small i don't know if i'd be able to eat them because i'd be like that's a fucking freaky spider thing <laughs> have you never had like soft uh like fr- like deep fried uh soft shell crab no just because i haven't had the opportunity i've heard it's delicious <sighs> yeah i don't know they look like lobsters so I, i'm fine with it <laughs> fair enough but yeah okay but not yes i mean it, it makes yeah, sense that yeah. that would be your grossest scene i could i yeah, could totally imagine I'm, that yeah. yeah for me definitely the 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 autopsy scene just because it's like seeing it all pulled apart is just disgusting yeah. to me <laughs> it's pretty reserved for cronenberg you know what i was really surprised by um and i i almost kind of wish i didn't know this because afterwards i looked it up and this movie came out the same year as the matrix oh yeah mm-hmm. which in retrospect kind of makes it like from a special effects perspective kind of look like a piece of shit because the matrix was just insane but like because like this like to Man, me it's like that's just look, what it makes it look like an cro- 80s movie yeah it's just what Cronenberg movies kind of look like. Which is fine. But, like, you know, it's like it's just hard to believe that, like... Because it's like, you know, Dark City and The Matrix came out at the same time. And Dark City, while not being as technically impressive as The Matrix, was certainly a very good-looking movie, you know, by all accounts. Yes. But, like, oh, yeah. this, looks, this looks like the thing to me, you know? This looks like, you know, a fucking 80s movie. And it's, it's good, but, it you know, it looks like an 80s movie. And it was, you know, made the same year as that. So it's like, that was a little... I was, I was shocked that... I guess I always forget that The Matrix was fucking 1999. Yeah, way, like, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> way ahead of its time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I still, you know, not to diverge, but I still love the story of, of how... I, if you heard the story of how The Matrix came about... I mean, what, what do you mean specifically? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, and you, you you tell me if you haven't heard it, but, you know, for those in the audience, if you haven't heard this, basically, they, they, they had pitched this movie to, I guess, I think it was Warner Brothers, um, and they, you know, they gave them a budget... And they were like, well, we can't make the movie on this. And they were like, well, that's the budget you get. (laughs) So they took that and they made the opening scene, the whole budget. And they made the opening scene and they came back to Warner Brothers and they said, if you give us the rest of the fucking money we're looking for, we'll make the whole movie like this. And obviously the movie got made. So (laughs) they they were, they they just, they absolutely were uh, willing to put themselves out there on that one. Yeah, well, it it worked for that 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 movie particularly. Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, fuck, I don't think anybody would ever do that again. But like, that was like, holy shit! They were just like, yeah, we just made one scene anyway. Will you give us oh the rest god. of the money? <laughs> oh my god, you just reminded me that they actually made another Matrix movie. I still I watched, watched that. I did watch it. It was so weird. Oh my god, I I had like blocked that from my memory. Holy crap! Like Whoa. bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just. I don't know. Would I like it? Maybe. It just felt like unnecessary. Okay. Just like the first two sequels felt unnecessary. <laughs> okay. This also felt like just like. And you have it was to remember that I love all of the Matrix movies. It was way more sad because everyone was older. Yeah. And like, because okay. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I unapologetically love like yeah. Reloaded and Revolutions. Like, I think that they're both great movies. I think that if you don't like them, that's fine. But like, maybe you just hate fun. Um, and I thought that they were, like, interesting. I thought that the things they brought up were interesting. I thought that, like, you know, they were schlocky, but, like, fuck, I don't care. Like, they're great. (laughs) The movie takes place for about 40% of it 
I'd say. It's like, I'll say this. For about 75% of the movie, including the, like the climax of the movie, we are either inside of like a, an office in a high-rise building or in a Starbucks. Okay. I'm down. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, you should check it out then. Wherever you, you want to put me. Okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's yeah. A bit of a, I, I will... It's a bit of a love letter still. It wasn't bad or anything, right? It just, it was just, you know, Not I don't great. feel like they ever needed to make any more Matrix movies. No, they didn't. But, you know, I mean, fuck they it. They did, I mean, though. Yeah. You I mean, know, good for them. They made some money. Like, I mean, you know. I, I mean, I, I also will, you know, like, I mean, there, there, there are certain movies that I will, like, unapologetic. I guess, I mean, I guess just like all, <laughs> a couple of Wachowski movies that I will just unapologetically, like, uh, defend because I mean I also love Speed Racer and people fucking hate that movie and I thought that movie was incredible I was just like you guys idiots like this is like like did you watch Speed Racer like this is what it should have been like this is like th- this movie perfectly encapsulates everything about that show in a fucking movie like get out of here Speed Racer is amazing so fuck you I, um, I also watched that movie and also blocked it from my memory but I don't remember <laughs> anything about it anymore Oh god. And like I watched Sense8 and I unapologetically love that as well. So Did not like Sense8. Yeah. Yeah. See, I loved Sense8. I yeah, thought Sense8 no. was I th- I thought it was like cuz like I don't know. They they have a, sh- a certain brand and I, we are way off in the weeds, but they have a certain we brand are, yeah. of schlock that like speaks to me on an emotional level that I'm just like, okay, this is like this is the cuz it's like there's interesting like thematic ideas in between just absolute fucking trash slock yeah. and i'm like yes and it's like it's great i'm just like yeah it's just like it's like <laughs> it's it's like some of those later devin townsend albums yeah you know it's yeah. just like it you're just definitely... like no this is intellectually stupid and i fucking hate this and i'm it like went full ziltoid if it went full Zilt, i'm like i'm here for it i'm cool with it you know what yeah. fucking give it to me you know this is this yeah. is deconstruction this is the mighty masturbator all over again like you know what it's a fun track i'm gonna listen to it <laughs> Anyway, back to Cronenberg. Holy shit. How did we get here? <laughs> how did we get here? By meandering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. So, you know, obviously like, oh, because I, I mentioned that it was made the same year as The Matrix. But anyway. Right. Um, so. Wow. wow. Fucking. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know. And then, then we got here. I, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I was, just, I was, I, I was fascinated by like how much this movie obviously influenced people because like, you know. There was things I saw in there where I was like, oh, I mean, like, you know, I mean, I mentioned the the, the Inception thing already, obviously, but it's just like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I can see that people, people watch this movie and they took some things from it because like, like, I, I, I can feel that this had an effect culturally um, on, on, on the people that watched it and like later creators. I mean, that, that mm-hmm. that's not a wrong statement, right? Yeah. I mean, I think Cronenberg in general, his mm-hmm. like style, like the, the way, like that 80s thing you're talking about, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. that's all, that's like, that's like his Crimes of the Future, right? His like most recent movie, 2022. Mm -hmm. I guess it's also his second movie, but I'm talking about the the modern one. Yeah. Um, Like pretty much looks exactly the same. (laughs) Interesting. Like it's, it's just how he makes his movies. It does look a little better, I guess. I mean, I guess in that way, again, not to draw the obvious comparison, but it's like it's it's same the way like David Lynch. I mean, some of his later stuff, it's like it yeah. still looks fucking the same. It's all it's it's he's almost kind of uh, I mean, he's better than uh, Wes Anderson. David uh-huh. Cronenberg has like a like he's not as bad as Wes Anderson, but he does have a bit of a like a style. You know, he's been very consistent with that style. Mm-hmm. Right? You can watch his movies and be like, yep, that's 
I do, although I do get confused a little bit with um, the thing director. John Carpenter. John Carpenter thing. Yeah, I, they have. A, I feel like they must have a similar shtick because, yeah. like, with the, with the body just, horror stuff. They probably just use the same, like, VFX company or something. I <laughs> wonder who they do use. Techniques. Yeah, but Car- Carpenter is a way less active director. Though. David Cronenberg will like. He'll move the camera, which is nice. Oh, there was some really, like, there yeah. was some really interesting camera choices in here. Like there was like a couple like weird overhead shots. Yeah, yeah. Which was just like I was like, hmm. I was just like, this is there's something going on here. I was like, he's trying to tell me something with the camera, and I don't know what he's trying to tell me, but like I'm paying attention. David Cronenberg. I'm paying attention to whatever you're trying to tell me. I don't know what it is, but I'm paying attention. <laughs> yeah, he's he's screaming it though. Mm-hmm. No, he, I mean, he very, yeah, I mean, like, uh, this is, this is, this is obvious, like, you know, but, you know, obviously a very skilled director, right? Because, like, he's, he's, he's bringing across what he's trying to, like, bring across to you, you know, like, in, in a way that, like, some, I mean, you know, even good directors can often fail with. Like, this was definitely one of these things where it's just like, you know, I feel like I'm feeling the emotions that he wants me to feel yes. in every single one of these scenes and with, you know, absolutely no, like, ambiguity it's like nope you're gonna feel this in this scene and this in this scene this in this scene and that's how it fucking is and i'm gonna make you feel it i was like yep there hold me by the hand and take me yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i was actually uh, you know i'll say this as well because it's like you know this is you know it's not a super gross movie but it is a gross movie but lauren also liked this movie uh which is usually a good indicator to me that like the movie is generally just a very very good movie because if we both like it it's usually a good indicator that like the movie is good. Sometimes there's like super art house shit where I'm just like, Oh yeah, that rock. And she's like, I will kill you if you ever make me watch a movie <laughs> like this. And then there's sometimes where like, you know, we'll watch a movie. She's like, Oh, that was great. And I'm just like, like, this is a terrible fucking movie. Like what is, what, what do you like about this? She's like, I like that. I didn't have to pay attention that much. I'm just like, God fucking yeah. damn it. I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah, that's fair. This is the ADD movie of the century. This is, <laughs> but when we both like it, I'm like, for sure. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, and also uh, I like the I like the way he explores the like multiple layers of reality. Oh yeah, that's because you know that's what my favorite anime, Serial Experiments Lane, you know, is all about, right? Mm-hmm. That's that whole, and I, I love that idea of like that that explores like the internet as another layer of reality, and this is just like video games, which... and it's done very seamlessly, you know, yes. like. Because, like, you know, I don't know that if everybody picked up on this, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that I'm correct on this, but the Chinese restaurant thing is a further layer. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, you know, they go into the game, I guess, hub world, quote unquote, and I see the signs for Chinese restaurant, can you survive? And, like, then they cut to that, and that's the thing. And I'm like, okay, so they seamlessly transitioned into a game within a game because when they shove the plumbuses in their bio yeah. holes. <laughs> plumbus straw no the whole plumbus that one was the whole plumbus oh that's right yeah that's right that was the whole plumbus the whole plumb and it's funny because like the first time they don't show it and i'm like oh okay they're gonna cut away the second time nope nope (laughs) right in there (laughs) yeah and i feel like he really captures the like feeling of a video game and the video game dialogue oh yeah no yeah like the whole like oh this guy isn't written very well he only has like these couple lines or or, like when the when the guy like the rebel shows up like Uh unexpectedly Right, and starts shooting everything constantly. Yes. <laughs> it's like as he's yeah. leaving the room, he starts shooting. It's like, yes. okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yes. It's like the kind of like fucking like yeah. the cut scene that's like, yeah. but it's still like a real time cut scene. So it's yes, like they exactly. have to keep doing the things while the cut scene's happening. No, it's I mean, honestly like it's it's really um 
it was really uh, ahead of its time in the regards of like, because I mean, 1999, I'm trying to think of like. Exactly. Yeah. What the fuck? It like, makes even... me think that maybe John Carpenter, either like his, his children might be playing video games at this point, or maybe he like somehow ended up playing a video game because it like, that's yeah, the I mean, kind of Half-Life thing that was play. only 98. Like, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, and like, I mean, that, that shit was rampant. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking like Bioware RPGs and shit like that. Yeah. Like Doom clones. Oh no, 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 no. I'm talking, I'm talking the the kind of shit that he's talking about where it's like real time cutscenes. Oh, I see. That shit wasn't prevalent. Like Half-Life had only come out a year earlier and they, they hadn't really gotten to that thing where you had that problem on a regular basis. You know, because A, cutscenes really, you know, either were very overt cut scenes, you know, where you got to something else, you know, like yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't really gameplay cut scenes like there are in Half-Life and like, you know, yeah, so I mean, shit, like it's very, and like, I mean, obviously VR is a, you know, I mean, really bringing it back to like our first fucking podcast where we yeah, were talking about yeah. VR. Like, Everyone's this, always thought VR was just around the corner. Oh, and then it bar. showed up, and then it just fucking showed up one day. Yeah. <laughs> and we're and it's still not here. <laughs> it's funny, actually. I was literally just earlier today. I was watching. Um, uh, do you ever watch Jacob Geller? Not, not that I know of. He's another one of those video essayists. He's he's a particularly good one. Um, but he was talking about um, uh, Resident Evil Four VR. Um, oh, I see. Yes. Yeah, and like you know. Neither here nor there. But the, the point is, it's just like, you know, it just continues. To like, he, he brought up the same point that we brought up when we were talking about Half-Life, like Half-Life Alex, you know, however, God, fucking year ago, two years yeah. ago, however no, the fuck long, that, yeah. you know, of like, of just like emergent type of gameplay stuff, you know, it's just like, yeah. but like, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, it's interesting living in the, in the, the time, living in the time of VR being a real thing, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> It's a real, I mean, like, it exists, right? Sure, like, it does exist. That is true. It, is it does much, exist. It, it does it a lot of the things. It penetrated on a greater scale. It does it a lot of the things been. that people thought it was going to do. It doesn't do all the things, but it does a lot of the things. I still don't have a, I still don't have a little treadmill in my room. But I they could exist. buy one, I guess, yeah. You could buy one. It's not, it's not that they don't exist. Yeah. It's just that, you know, like, you do, like, they're, they're huge and unwieldy, and we're not there yet. And, like, but. if I go, if I go and, get, and play, uh, like, Tarkov, or part what is it pavlov vr like i'm gonna be playing with like mostly 12 year old because the population of the game is so low <laughs> that's the part that they missed yeah <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, that's that was fun my... for a couple hours don't get me wrong but that that was my favorite uh when when, when we were starting to watch the movie that was my, my favorite thing the lord mentioned she's like yep that looks like a room full of gamers all right it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it would be a room full of like 10 year olds yeah. that are just like yeah yeah. Oh my God. That's that's too realistic. Don't do that again. <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah. Do you ever watch? Uh, do you ever watch a uh, video game donkey? Oh yeah, of course. I'm, I, I'm I'm literally looking at his new video that just got released 54 minutes ago. He's he's, he's like, Overwatch babysitting. Like it's you know, it would be yeah. that. It's yes. it's fucking just him babysitting. Yeah, it hasn't it hasn't penetrated well enough that like you can find stable populations that aren't 12. <laughs> Yes, it's very true. But yeah. Um, yeah, you should definitely check out The Fly next. Okay. I mean, yeah, I was going to ask, like, where, where should I go now? I mean, like, yeah. I, okay, so I, I've heard, actually, so sure. again, we're, we're, we're tying everything together. I mean, this, is, this, is, this podcast is, like, linked in today. Like, we're, 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 we're mm-hmm. on it. Uh, the, I was watching a video, um, one of the Jacob Geller videos. Um, he was talking about a game. I can't remember what it was, but he was comparing it to Videodrome. Oh, yeah, that's another, yeah. 
Videodrome probably even like it's almost like a better version of this in a way. That's Existence kind of the impression of that a I little got. Derivative, yeah. Because he was, I mean, he showed some scenes from it, and I was just like, "Yeah, that looks like what I would think Cronenberg would do." Yep. You know, mm-hmm. fucking flesh TV. Yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah, all right, yeah. I mean, I would be down to watch some more Cronenberg like movies because, like, uh, I mean, clearly, like, uh, flies. Obviously, I will watch the fly. Like, scanners, I mean, shit. Videodrome. Wait, scanners is by him too. Yep. That's another movie that's like, like, oh, fucking Jesus Christ. I'm just like. Naked Lunch. I have heard of Naked Lunch. And that uh, wasn't on my list, but I have heard of it. That's that's all I would recommend. And maybe if you want, you can watch the, the most recent Crimes of the Future one. He really, it's got Viggo Morrison in it. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's great. Was he in Eastern Promises? Yeah, yeah. He he did all that stuff with him. He Like, Viggo Morrison's his muse right now, I think. <laughs> yeah, he was in A Dangerous Method with Kira Knightley. Oh, dude, he did a he did a Pattinson movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. Oh, Cosmopolis. Yes, Cosm- Cosmopolis, I assume. Or that. <laughs> yeah, Cosmopolis, yeah. A specter is hunting. The, the specter- Ooh, I might like this movie. Anti-capitalism, hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, he also did Shivers. Wow. I actually, I like the modern version of Shivers. I don't know that I've heard of Shivers. I don't, I don't think I've even seen that one. Because there's a, there's a, what's the other one? Uh, worm movie. Tremors, no. Come on, Google. F- figure out what I mean for me, so I don't have to think. <laughs> oh, okay, I see what you're talking about. So Crimes of the Future 2022 is a remake of his own 1970 Crimes. So he's just doing the movie again. Well, no, but no, no. Totally different, though. Is it? Uh, uh, yes, yes. I haven't seen Crimes of the Future 1970, but, like, just the first sentence of the description is, like, radically different than the, the 2022 version. Eh, fair enough. There, there was no catastrophic plague that killed all sexually mature women in <laughs> *Crimes of the Future* 2022. He was way, like I said, he like he started. I, I, he he was way more like sexual with his movies at the start. Like like they weren't violent really, hmm. and then he moved into like more violence based language in the 80s, and that's that's what like I th- that's what really earned him his like fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, *Scanners* is good, but yeah, I mean, what else is there to say? What else is there to say? It was it was it was a very good movie. It was fucking weird, but like not too weird. And I liked it. (laughs) The end. Yeah, I think that 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 about sums it up. Yeah, I'd be I would be willing to watch more Cronenberg movies. I definitely definitely want to watch The Fly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Fly. I I actually rewatched The Fly just today, uh, (laughs) and just like, damn, damn, that's a good movie. I mean, it's, it's it's a classic. It's got fucking Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And if you thought existence was gross, you ain't seen nothing yet. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, I, I, I think I made that point in the beginning. This is like, I didn't think existence was really all that gross, considering what I was expecting. Exactly. Yeah. So if the fly is the correct Cronenberg experience, then perhaps I need to watch. <laughs> the fly. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shit, I, I could do that for the next podcast. We could do the maybe you want to do you want to do a double feature. You want to do the fly in Videodrome? Uh, yeah, I think those are his two best. I think those I think those are the ones we watch next. Yeah, let's do it. Fucking let's do it, man. Let's fucking let's get me all Cronenberged up. Yeah. I'm going to get like I'm going to get all fucking Cronenberg. I'm just going to slink across the fucking driveway. <laughs> oh, man. Videodrome is so good, too. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it looked really interesting from like the two seconds that I saw of it of the like the weird, creepy flesh TV. Um, so, yeah. Videodrome. OK. Flying Videodrome. So that's that's yeah. what we're doing, people. We're going to do fucking flying Videodrome. It's going to be gross. It's going to be Cronenberg. We're going to do movies again for a bit because 
fuck it. We could do whatever we yeah. want. I mean, how we talked about we talked about music for like forty five minutes anyway. We did talk about music for like, not not forty five minutes, but we did talk minutes. about it for a decent amount of time. So, <laughs> which is great. Excellent. Yes, excellent, excellent. All right, all right. Well, yeah. Thanks talk to you for, next uh, time. Yeah. Appreciate everybody's uh, patience yeah. with uh, the last one, and uh, we'll fucking see you next time. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Peace.